0: Now, I've been doing an overall series on wisdom, uh, living by the wisdom of God. Now, I've already said in this series that, uh, well, uh, this is one of those topics there's no end of. We, we just teach it uh, and we need to say what we're going to say. And, you know, we're not going to cover everything. There's no way. Um, but I'm going to zero in on things as I, as I just believe it's right for us to. Now, last week... Uh, I specifically highlighted the connection between wisdom and listening. In fact, it's it's right there, right at the start of Proverbs, Proverbs chapter 1, uh, verse 5, right coming right in at the beginning of Proverbs, it says, A wise man will hear and increase learning. Uh, some translations even say, listen, a wise man will listen. And if you go through the first few chapters of Proverbs, you'll find this is a repetitive theme. And we did that a bit last week. Over and over again, it emphasizes the listening aspect of wisdom. And and, and, and I just felt as I was preparing for this week that I want to dig into this a bit more. Is that all right with you? Well, we're going to anyway, but, but I know it is all right with you because you want to hear whatever has to be said. Amen. <laughs> Proverbs. Now let's go to Proverbs 4. Proverbs four, because there's a specific aspect of this I want to zero in. Last week I just covered it really generally, in a sense, um, and I and I threw a few things together, but I felt I needed to zero in on an, an another aspect of this of this that's connected to listening. Uh, so if we read Proverbs chapter four, verse one, it says, "Hear." There it is again, isn't it? Hear or listen. Mm-hmm. Now, many people underestimate the importance of hearing and listening uh, it's it's often despised people think well i have heard what do you mean faith comes by hearing yes i've heard but actually the ongoing nature of listening is key to walking close to god listening today listening again tomorrow listening again the next day and and, 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 not backing off from that. And in fact, listening to the word, there's no point where you've heard enough word. And now I know it. And, you know, yes, of course, you've got to be a doer, not just a hearer only, but there's never a point where, where we know enough. Now we don't have to spend time in the word. Uh, we even saw last week, some of the scriptures, which talk about cease listening to instruction and what will happen. You'll depart off the way you're going to, you're going to move off course, and and there's other things we we, i read a number of verses which talk about how you can get right off track uh and onto the wrong path by listening to the wrong thing and not listening to what he says do you know that it's not automatic that christians listen to and hear god and it's also not automatic that um that, that 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 every path we take and every decision we take and every way we go it, that, that his blessings on that path it's not automatic uh, it, it, very often uh we can end up on the wrong path we can end up going the, ro- the wrong direction and i'm going to talk more about that as we as as, as we go through today because this is so important now, i was listening to to someone teach this week and and, and he said this he said it, it, it really when you look at truly spiritual people the people that really are walking close with God. And if you look at even even in ministry, the people who are whose ministries are growing and thriving and, and doing what God wants done, for the most part, there is one difference between them and the, and the average Christian. Yeah. And it's this truth right here. Yeah. They have learned to listen. And I'm going to throw another aspect of this in because this is where I'm going to zero in in a moment. Not just listen, but to pay attention to what they're hearing and that really becomes the dividing line and if you if you realize the value and importance of this and don't minimize this you bring the importance of this up now it can be listening to the word it can be listening to what god is saying to us through his word and it can be learning to listen to the holy spirit in your life do you know many christians really don't know how to recognize how god communicates not every thought that goes through your head not every feeling that goes through your mind you know there are all kinds of voices going on coming at us in the world and coming at us inside yourself and many christians don't know how to distinguish which really what is god actually communicating to me and it can become clouded especially if you if you're in a place of muddle and confusion and you know that the, the further you go down the wrong path the darker often it gets <laughs> The light is when you begin to listen and then the, and, and the clarity starts to come. Amen. But I'm jumping a bit ahead of myself, but we need to be aware there are so many different things we can listen to and listening to the wrong thing can take you off the path and put you on the wrong path. And on the wrong path, very often wrong things happen that were not God's plan or will for you now there are a lot of christians that are steaming ahead with the path they have chosen they have decided to be on now they might have decided because of their own desires and what they wanted or they might have gotten onto a path because they were discouraged they were hurt they were down and they might have taken a path and made some decisions they might have listened to that now as they're on that path see The reason they're on that path is not because God led them onto the path. They didn't check with him. They didn't really consult with him. Or maybe they did consult with him, but they didn't listen to what he was saying. And whatever reason they got onto a path, they're on that path now. And now on that path, they're crying out, Lord, bless me. Lord, move in my life. But they don't realize they got on that path for the wrong reasons in the first place. The wrong thing led them onto the path. And now they're steaming ahead, wanting God to bless them on whatever path they're on. Yeah. And they're wondering why things are not happening and working, why it's not operating that way. Amen. So let's, let's read this. I didn't even read the full verse. Proverbs chapter four, verse one says, hear my children, the instruction of a father. Well, God is the father. Yeah. So what does it say to do with his instruction? here now instruction there can be teaching it can also be he's giving you instructions okay and it can be through his word it can be by his spirit uh communicating with us on the inside so what what are we going to do when god is 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 saying something when he's speaking here and in fact some of the some of the some of the verses talk about incline your ear or prick up your ear. pay pay well i'm gonna this is the next word pay attention Okay, but notice this. He said he lists that next. He says, hear my children, the instruction of a father and give attention, give attention to no understanding. Now, notice that this is all in one verse and he mentions both these things, doesn't he? Now, they're very similar, but he actually mentions them separately. And there are some differences, and this is what I want what I, to what I talk a little bit about, because uh, well, you can hear, you can listen, and then you can get up, walk out, and forget about, and, and not pay attention to what, you, what, what the instruction he's given you, okay? And you can stop listening, and you can move off it, because you're not continuing to pay attention to it. Now, jump down to verse 20. This part of it's very well known. This this verse part often quoted, but it says the same thing. Notice you'll see the same two truths in this verse. My son, give attention to my words. Is he specific about what you must give your attention to? Give attention to your feelings, give attention to your problems, give attention to what's pulling you down. Give attention to your own desires and your plan and what you've always wanted in life. No, you see, if you're following the Lord, you're going to give attention where? His, word. his words. See, this is why I can't agree with Christians. Oh, they've, we, there's always just teaching. There's so much teaching. We need, we need other things. Like, whoa. Well, your highest priority should be giving attention to his words. There, there, there's, 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 there's no greater mm. <laughs> priority give attention to my words and then what does he say incline your ear to my sayings so again you see the two things mentioned there do they go hand in hand are are they are they connected but do they also highlight something slightly different they do okay so attention there has uh, you know we we, we might say these days pay attention okay give attention is not the way we would say it pay attention pay attention and then the second thing is there listen or, or incline your ear here and so let, let's let's just let, let's let's dig into it. let me remind you a few things about the listening part and then we're going to focus on pay, paying attention and what that's all about do you know do you know one of the most important things in life is knowing what god's saying knowing what he's saying and it starts with his word but it's also it, it, it comes with knowing what his spirit is saying. Mm-hmm. And you know, God, the spirit of God will never speak different to the word. He's the spirit of truth. He will lead you into truth and he will remind you of the things Jesus has said and he will lead you in accordance with those things. So they're not contradictory, the spirit and the word. But a lot of Christians have no idea to, how to really get a hold of what God is communicating into their lives. And so they're moving ahead, pressing ahead, steaming ahead through life, not listening, but they'll listen a little bit to maybe some teaching. And then they'll just say, Lord, just, uh, this is what I want. Bless what I want. And 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 it's all my way, my desires, and my, my negative feelings or whatever as well, positive and negative, okay? But, you know, we need to prioritize hearing him. When we make decisions, here's another one. Before you make changes, don't make the change and then say, God, what are you saying now? (laughs) So when we get it wrong, people make the change, sometimes for positive reasons, sometimes for negative reasons inside themselves. But they make a change to something in their life, their direction. And then they start crying out, Lord, lead me. (laughs) and sometimes he might actually be saying to you you shouldn't have made the change but they push that away because they've already made up their mind Mm. that's what they're going to do so they're not listening but they're pressing forward to now wanting to hear god on a path he never put them on Mm. (laughs) Yeah? yeah okay so hear him before making the change if other things are speaking louder to you then you need to take the time to quieten those things down to hear what he's actually saying. But a a major primary key to success in all areas of the Christian life is listening and paying attention. If you can get those two things down and live by them every day, you'll find your whole, your whole Christian life will accelerate forward and and you'll probably step into a lot more, a lot more of, of, of the things that God's got for you in all areas. Okay. do do you realize that there are things that you can do that will cause you to go off track? It's not it's not automatic that you're going to get to God's best. It's not automatic. You know, I mean, just for example, you know, in the book of Proverbs, that there there are scriptures which talk about things which will increase the length of your life and things that will decrease the length of your life. It's not automatic how long somebody lives. I'm just using this as an example, it's not automatic. God's got not, not, not got a foreordained time. He puts some things in our hands, and, he, and and in fact, one of them is actually listening. Yeah. Person who listens, well, they can increase the length of their life. So it, it's not all just in, in, in what God has decided is going to happen, and you just you know foreordained or or you're just walking out a path that He's just decided, and and if you feel down and depressed and you take a left well that must have been what god ordained in the first place that you were going to take a left no you took a left (laughs) okay and now you're going a direction that has consequences all right so it's not automatic if if you are going a direction he never led you on and you never took the time to listen to him first to even get in that direction. How could you possibly think that that direction is going to lead you to God's best? Mm-hmm. And yeah. you can, Lord, I'm putting my faith out there. I'm believing you for this and believing for your best, best to manifest. And you're not even listening when he said, I didn't lead you that way. Mm-hmm. Okay. This is where you've got to understand faith very often. I say very often. It's maybe, maybe venture to say all the time works in line with this truth. How does faith come? Sorry, how? Sorry, how? Faith, faith comes how? By hearing. It, well, people, well, like, that just means hearing the promise. I hear the promise and now I believe the promise. No, faith comes by hearing, yeah. listening. Having your ears open. This truth right here mm. is directly connected to the operation of faith. Mm. Now, if you're not listening when he said go that way, and you're going that way, you're not hearing his word, but you know you grab a promise you want to believe for, and you say, Well, I'm believing for this promise. How can you say you pick mm. and choose and yet still expect things to work? Faith involves listening. And the release and the operation and the use of faith in your life is going to be connected to your listening. Yeah. Amen. Yeah. Yeah. So we've got to, rather than despising listening, does that make sense? Yeah. Yeah. Not just listening to the bit you want to listen to. Yeah. Mm-hmm. All of it. Mm-hmm. Not just listening to the promise you're currently standing on. And then not listening to the other things. Do you know that sometimes God will talk to you about something that's different to what you're trying to talk to him about? (laughs) You might say, Lord, I need my healing. And he says, remember that person you need to forgive. And you say, no, forget that, Lord. Let's talk about my healing. He can talk to you about something else. And if you won't listen to that, it can shut down the operation of your faith in another area. So if we really want to function and walk in, operate in his best in all areas, we've got to prioritize hearing and listening. Hearing and listening. You can be so caught up moving in a direction of a course and a path that seems right to you so caught up in it that and praying that God will bless you praying that God will move that you never really checked with him in the first place if that was the direction and I keep repeating that but it's quite important okay some give some people just give into their feelings they act on those and now they want God to move uh, in in the direction their feelings led them and not his spirit not his word yeah so if you were led by your feelings there, then you weren't led by him. But part of the problem comes down to people don't know how to recognize what God's communicating. You know, sometimes, sometimes people say, well, you know, God didn't say anything. You know what the Bible says? Wisdom calls aloud in the streets. Wisdom cries out in the marketplace. It's speaking, or he is speaking. You might have just been on the wrong channel. You might not have been tuned in. Just because God is speaking is not an automatic that you're hearing. Mm -hmm. Doesn't mean you're you're getting it, what he's saying. Amen? Mm -hmm. This is an important thing to realize. I think God didn't, the question is not, why didn't God say something? The question is, why didn't I hear why didn't I listen? Why didn't I get what he was saying? Rather well, than pointing the finger at him while well, I just steamed ahead because he never said anything. Well, actually, he is speaking. He is. His spirit is the spirit of truth. And if you tune in, you'll get it. You'll find he's saying a lot more than you realize. Yeah. Amen. But it's, it's push, it's possible to push against and push against and push against what God is saying so much uh, to, 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 to the point that actually you tune off the channel yeah. of where he's speaking. Yeah. Yeah. In fact, I'm going to go on to pay attention in a minute. I'm just saying a bit more about listening. Then we're going to lead into paying attention. Look at Hebrews 3 quickly. Hebrews chapter 3. This is more important than we have treated it like in the church. This is more important in our individual lives. This is more important in in churches. This is more important in God's plan on the on the earth and on the planet. Remember when? Remember when? 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 Uh, when? when, when uh, the Father spoke about. Uh, he said, "This is my beloved Son." And I think there were there two places he said that. Um, yeah. one of them he says this is my beloved son hear him hear him yeah it was the transfiguration and when it was john the baptist there was the two one of those instances this is my beloved son hear him or you could say listen to him mm-hmm. hebrews once talks about god who spoke in various times past by the prophets has in these last days spoken by his son and the idea is listen hear. pay attention to what he's saying okay he who has ears to hear, let him hear what the Spirit is saying to the church. Is this truth all over Scripture? Yes, It is. Have we not given it the priority that we should have done? I, 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 it, as I've looked into this, I really do believe what I heard that minister say. That actually the difference between truly spiritual people is this truth. Yes. A lot of Christians are despising this truth and, and lowering the priority and doing all kinds of other things. Hebrews 3, let's just read this verse 7, then we're going to go on to the other part, which is paying attention. Hebrews 3, 7 says, therefore, as the Holy Spirit says, today, when's he speaking? No, today. Every every day is now. Do you see that today? Yeah. Today, if you will hear his voice. Who's it emphasizing there? Does it say today, if the Lord says something to you, if we we hear, Mm -hmm. do you see what I'm saying? Wisdom's calling loud. What is it? Wisdom speaking. God is speaking. The Holy Spirit is saying some things. But the key there is, are you hearing and listening to what he is communicating? So you going to make a decision today. I want to make this priority in my life. There's got to be a priority in my life. I want to hear what he's saying. And if, it, if I've taken a left and I shouldn't have taken a left, I want to get back. If I'm going in a direction I shouldn't be going in, whatever's led me in that direction, I want to get back. If I've got to take 25 steps back, <laughs> I've got to do that. Amen. Or well, if I'm on the right path, praise God for that too. But we've got to come to a point in our lives where we prioritize listening and hearing sometimes you've got to come to an all-stop instead of steaming ahead wondering <laughs> about things. Now then what is it, what's the next bit of advice? Today if you if you hear well his voice is speaking but if you're hearing it, what does he say? do not harden your hearts as in the rebellion. what's he saying to do with what you're hearing yeah, not or not talk, to do not talk Do not harden. Do not harden. Some say, oh, I, I don't harden to what God says. Do you know that disobeying is hardening? Mm-hmm. Ignoring is hardening. Disregarding is hardening. It doesn't mean you have to have this hard, heart, like you some cold serial killer who has no emotions to be hardening. When God speaks and you just don't prioritize or listen, that has a hardening effect. That is hardening to what he's saying. Mm-hmm. So the advice is don't harden. <clears throat> that's why sometimes you need to come to an all stop and you say, Lord, I'm going to prioritize listening more. Yeah. So I'm going to put more of your word on and make this a priority. And I'm going to take some more time to listen to what you actually say. Mm-hmm. of just steaming ahead. Now this, what's the second part of this? That, that's, that's the listening. Some of that covers ground. We covered last time. Some of it's a bit of new stuff, but what was the second thing I said here? Proverbs four says. Uh, hear my children the instruction of a father and give attention give attention this is the second part and and verse 20 says my son give attention to my words give attention to and incline your ear to my sayings well well, I I was just looking up a bit about the meaning of what giving attention is like I said we, we, we would probably use the word pay attention pay attention Paying, giving attention or paying attention has the the idea of being aware of awareness be be aware of what he's saying okay another one of the meanings is take notice of something pay attention give attention to my word what i'm saying so Take notice of what I'm saying. Another meaning is to think about something with interest. Mm-hmm. It means you dwelling on it, aren't you? You begin to you begin to take the time to think about what he's actually been saying and communicating. Now, what's the opposite? You just push it away and ignore it, and it's, you forget about it. It's not, and you don't want to listen to it. Okay, but we're not, we've moved on from the opposite. We want to grab a hold of. It means to, to think about with interest. That doesn't mean you just hear it and then you get on with your day. This means you put time onto it. You prioritize and value and you start to put time. This is what giving your attention to something is. It's more than just the moment you hear it. Oh, um, that's the listening. The giving attention is the follow through afterwards okay to show interest in is another part of what giving attention means so listening and listening and paying attention includes hearing putting yourself in a position to hear valuing hearing but then and listening with interest inclining your ear respecting valuing what he is communicating as priority in your life but then it's giving attention after you've listened and how you handle what he's communicated. Not just ignoring or for, forget it, forgetting, forgetting it. Now, go to Hebrews 2. I've only read in Proverbs a couple of the verses where it says pay attention. There's a lot more in there that basically communicate that same truth. It, 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 it is not a small topic in Proverbs. It's a big, big topic do we hear enough talk about it no. we, don't. No, we don't should we hear more should we should we should we increase in our estimation in our value system the the, the importance of hearing and paying attention yeah. i don't think i've ever heard this talk on in church before I, I, yeah you know, same in any church I've been has anyone ever zeroed in on this they'll read a scripture pay attention to my words and then they'll move on and read the best and then they'll, they'll focus on the bit my word is life to you and healing to you and I don't have a problem with that it is word and it is life to you but but if you't don't, don't if you're not giving it the attention he said give it then that's not going to happen yeah. it the these are stages with something produces the result he also says he gets angry when we don't <laughs> yeah. okay, okay. That one we just left behind. Let's go to Hebrews 2. Why? Here's a question. Why would God need to tell us pay attention? We don't. we don't listen, <laughs> we don't. You, you work, it's kids you work with. Yeah. Why do you have to tell kids pay attention? Because they don't. They're not <laughs> doing it automatically, are they? It's yeah. yeah. probably parents and teachers. You've got to constantly, hey, pay attention. Yeah. Why are you telling them that? Would you be telling them that if they were just doing it? If they are all sitting there giving you full attention, would you be communicating that? You wouldn't even need to say it. Yeah. The reason you tend to say that because they ain't doing it. Yeah. Their attention is elsewhere. Distraction is the word. Mm-hmm. Are there things that distract us? Oh, <laughs> oh yes. Oh, yes. <laughs> I mean, just think on a natural level, you know, is it good to pay attention while you're driving a car? Yes. <laughs> what can happen if you get distracted and don't pay attention? An can serious things happen? Mm, yeah. Can You know, I've had times I've not paid attention and I've clipped the curb with my tire and, you know, maybe it didn't do any damage. Maybe it did do some damage, but no one died. Mm. There's other times someone might not pay attention. They could kill someone. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Are there different seriousness levels of consequences that can all be traced back to not paying attention why do you think there's rules about don't use your mobile phone because what does the mobile phone do while you're driving it is a distraction it takes your attention off where your attention needs to be in order to not kill yourself or someone else Now, everything that happens from the point of not paying attention, an accident, someone dying, yeah. the, 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 the damage to your car, yeah. is that God's fault? No. Okay, you go, God, why? Why? Why did my, why did I end up, you know, I don't want it killing someone. I mean, why did I end up with a smashed up car? Why did you let this happen to me, Lord? What is it all traced back to? Everything that happens leading up to the accident had a starting point where your focus, your attention went on to something else. Is this right here the starting point for where many Christians are ending up in a mess? Now, in a car, things can happen fast. You're going motorway speed, it can happen fast. You can take your attention off. You can be in an accident in seconds. In life, it doesn't always happen like that. Sometimes it can be months, sometimes years. Because you you start to move in a path. He didn't lead you on because you got distracted and you weren't paying attention to what he was communicating. Okay? I mean, the same thing can happen when you're walking. You ever, seen, you ever seen someone walking down the road? They're so busy looking into their mobile phone that they walk into a pole. Yeah, anyone, yeah. anyone, any testimonies? Yeah. Okay. Yes. Just, it, yeah. It's all traced back to, not putting your attention in the right place. Yeah. <laughs> okay. Let's look at Hebrews 2. This is a bigger issue than we realized. Yeah. Why does God repeat it so much? Because we're like the kids in the classroom, (laughs) pay attention now. Not only that, can you miss something that's said if you're not paying attention? Yes, Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. like if you're in a classroom and and, and as a teacher, you say, Look, pay attention to this point. Now, in your mind, you know that point's going to be in the exam, so you're trying to give them a clue, pay attention. And they, they're not listening. They're not paying attention. They're busy chatting to the guy next to them, doing a doodle, go straight over their head, and then they go into the exam. They don't have the right answer. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Is it the teacher's fault that you never communicated what they needed? Not now. Or was the lack of paying attention the problem? Mm-hmm. See, the problem is not that God's not communicating what we need. Yeah. And the consequences are not on him. He... Tells us over and over again, pay attention. Pay attention to what? My son, attend to my words, his written word, and what he's communicating by his spirit. Like I said last week, and I'll say it again if you don't know what he's saying by his his spirit, don't just say, Well, he's saying nothing, so I'm just going to steam ahead anyway. Just take the time to hear and listen and get a hold of what he's saying. If you don't know how God communicates, See, sometimes because people don't know how to distinguish what God's saying on the inside, they follow the wrong thing on the inside. But take the time to learn. Take the, you know, that God's primary means of communication on the inside of you is not a voice and it's not words. So where people, you can hear something in your head, the enemy can put a thought in there. And then something else comes and says, well, I don't know which which one's God, because they all sound the same. Mm -hmm. Do you know the primary means he communicates by? Mm -hmm. I mean, on the inside. The word, yes, I agree. That's the primary means. But inside of us, the inner witness, not a feeling either. Your feelings can change. And that witness is in your spirit. It's not necessarily words. That's powerful. Yeah? Yeah. The inner witness of the spirit. He said that his spirit bears witness with your spirit. That doesn't mean he's speaking words. No yeah. one says, well, I can't hear that witness. It's because you've become so fuzzy with other things. Fuzzy? You know what I mean? Fuzzy. No, fuzzy. So many other voices are speaking so loud, you can't distinguish which is where his witness is, is communicating. And you end up confused because there's so many other feelings, things, thoughts, the enemy, fear, all kinds of things bombarding you. I don't know what that's like. <laughs> Sometimes you follow the wrong one. If, you know, don't look at me. How many of you ever followed the wrong one? <laughs> yeah? Probably. And some of you on Zoom too. <laughs> let's, let's try let's try it to Hebrews 2. Yeah. Hebrews 2. Verse one, therefore, we must give the more earnest heed to, we don't talk like that, do we? That's not the language we use these days, but but what does that that mean? Pay attention. Give the more earnest heed to, or the NIV says, pay the most careful attention or important okay the, the phillips translation says pay the greatest attention to mm-hmm. in fact i looked that word up and, and it's the, the reason it's translated the more earnest or the most careful or the greatest attention is because it's not just the word pay attention there the word actually there's more than one word and one of them has got to do with size super give super attention to we, we, we must give the more earnest heed to, to what? The things we have There's the second truth. Do you see them both in the same verse again? Mm-hmm. What must we do to the things we've heard? Yeah. Must we just hear them? No, we must do. No, he says we must give careful attention to what we've heard. Pay attention to it. This is the New Testament scripture pointing us to a truth that's all all throughout the Bible. What's going to happen if you don't? (laughs) He tells you what will happen if you don't. Now, is he saying you're going to drift away because you didn't hear? No. No. Have heard there is past tense. The drifting here. Is happening because you're not paying careful attention to the things you've heard. Now, the word dead drift away it has a couple of meanings. One of them has the idea of to, to let something slip, but it also has the meaning, if you look up the original word, to glide by or to pass by something. Okay? Or to to, to it has the meaning, something escapes me. Yeah. That's a phrase we use. Yeah. It's like something just passed by. Gone. It's, gone. it's not there. So what's he saying? If you don't pay attention to it, can some things pass you by that should have come into your life? Yeah. That's awesome. I've preached on that before. Do you know that just because God has a move of God ready for you to happen doesn't mean it's coming into your life automatically? Remember, remember the scripture? I, I think I quoted this one last week or the week before sometime recently where it says, do not forget to entertain strangers yes. for some yes. have unknowingly entertained angels. Yes. What if they didn't entertain the stranger? Yeah. Yeah. Now, I, I don't want to go into that. But would they have known an angel was coming into their life at that moment? The potential for an angelic visitation And their simple lack of doing what needed to be done meant pass them by. Mm. Can that happen? Remember I told you that when Jesus was on the, after his resurrection, he's on the road with with the two men from Emmaus, sorry, on the road to Emmaus with the two men. They didn't even know it was Jesus. Mm. And they got to, when they got to Emmaus, he, it says, he was basically going to keep walking. And they insisted, come and have dinner with us. And they didn't know it was Jesus at that time. And and it wasn't until they got in that he broke bread and then they realized it was Jesus and he disappeared. Was that a potential situation where they could have had an encounter with Jesus and not even known it if he just kept going? Yes. Yeah, yeah. Do you remember one of the times, you can go look this one up yourself in scripture. One of the times when Jesus was walking on the water, the Bible actually puts in the phrase, and he would have passed them by. You don't say that this is a supernatural miracle. Jesus walking on the water and it could have completely escaped the apostles. Yeah. Don't think it's automatic. Don't think things are going to move into your life automatically. Well, just because God sends something doesn't mean it's going to arrive. It's possible if you ain't paying attention for it to pass you by. And then you wonder, why didn't it come? No, it passed you by. You weren't paying attention. It's like you were driving driving down the road and you looked left, you got distracted and it went past you that way and you didn't even realize and you just then took your eyes off left, kept going straight and you were like, oh, I wonder where my, my result is. It passed you by when you looked left because you weren't paying attention. <sighs> is this serious? Yeah. Can things pass you by so what does he say? What is the advice or the instruction or what God is admonishing in these verses? Make sure you pay careful attention to the things you've heard. Give it your full attention. If, if he's communicated it with you in the word, start giving it your attention. You realize He's telling you this, the reason something drifted past or slipped past or passed them by is simply because they didn't do that truth. Then pay attention. That tells me this, if you do do that truth, are things just gonna pass you by? Yeah. Yeah. Is this important enough? Yes, yes. Is this, I can't communicate, is this core? Is this bigger than we've realized? Yes. He, wouldn't be he repeats this. Why does God repeat this? Because this is vital. This is so core to things, not paying attention, getting distracted. Are there lots of things that can distract us these days? There's, there, there, there's all kinds of things that can distract us. Now I use the example of driving or walking or in a classroom with kids, but in life are there things that can distract you? Can your own desires distract you? Yeah, yeah. Can your own busyness distract yeah. you? Problems. Can negative emotions distract you? Yeah. And you get so focused in on that, you, can't, you, 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 you become clouded and being able to hear what he's saying. Yeah. Possible, isn't it? Yeah. Is it important that we begin to, to, to find the clarity of what he is communicating amongst all the things that are coming at us to try to distract us? It is. It is. How can you protect yourself? I've already answered this. How can you protect yourself from missing things, from getting on the wrong course, from things passing you by, from getting off track? What's the protection? Is it it complicated? Do you have to do some great sacrifice? Or is it simply down to listen, hear, pay attention? Pay attention is the follow through. Give it your focus. Give it your attention. We you, you, know, we have access to an incredible resource or resources, I'll say, as Christians, as believers. That'll help you get it right every time. In the world, they don't have access to those resources. They could, if they wanted to. But they'd have to first listen and pay attention to to the basics of the gospel. But we have a daily access to to resources, and I say plural because it's the word and the spirit. Yeah. We have is his spirit in you? Yeah. Yeah. Oh, yeah. This is, he's not just up in heaven. He's right there. He's with you every moment of every day say I'll never leave you or forsake you." It is the Word of God, the written Word, within your reach every day? So, do we have access to the very resources that'll make sure you get it right every time? Then why do we get it wrong again and again? We're not listening. We're not doing can we ha- can we be, be assured and believe mm-hmm. yeah. that actually God wants us to yes. be getting it right? Yeah. Amen. Yeah. So I, I I think that's that's good for now. That's 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 what I want to communicate for now. And I think that's a lot to communicate. Yeah. There's a lot to do. And you know what? There's even more in there. We might just dwell on it a bit more next time. I don't know. Yeah. But there's more in there. Yeah. Yeah. But we want to pay attention. We want to listen. We want to pay attention. Not get distracted. There's natural things that can distract you. Yeah. There's things in the world around that can distract you. Just becoming so filled with distractions isn't the way to deal with things. What did he say? Be still. And know that I am God. And know that I'm God. Be still. Be still. What else did he say? He said, I will keep him in perfect peace. Whose mind is stayed on you, on me. You're keeping your attention, you're keeping your focus. When everything's trying to distract you, you're keeping your mind, your heart toward him. Keeping your attention there. Amen. Amen. Hallelujah. Let's pray. Father, we just want to worship you. Lord, we worship you. You are worthy of the glory. You are worthy of the honor. You are worthy of the praise. We magnify you. We glorify you, Lord. Thank you, Lord God, for your goodness. Thank you for your faithfulness.